I've just found that the web copy project in itself, it's just a really beautiful way to help someone get super clear on who they are and what they want. And that is ultimately, I think, what we're all about. And really the fact is once you're clear on that, then anything, anything is possible. Anything can happen. It's a springboard for greater visibility, for working with the right people, for attracting the right people to you. It positions you as an authority. When I work with someone, I really look at the stories that make them unique, the language they use, the words they use. And then it's a balance for me between that and their ideal clients. Hello there, content creators. You're listening to the She's Got Content podcast, where it's all about creating content for your coaching business. I'm your host, Dr. Melissa Brown, and I'm here every week to help you get your content out of your head, out of your heart, and out there into the world, where that information and your services can impact the most people. Get ready to take notes today and then take action content creators. Let's dive in with today's episode because you've got content to get out there. Welcome back to another episode of the She's Got Content podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Brown. Hey, content creators, have I got a special episode for you today. Sarah Whitbread, web copy and brand voice specialist, is in the room all the way from across the pond in the lovely UK countryside. I guarantee you will love listening to Sarah's calm, soothing voice with her lovely British accent during today's show. Sarah is devoted to helping you craft an unforgettable online presence so you truly have the confidence to stand up and show the world who you are. How does she do that? What's her secret to helping you unleash your uncopyable uniqueness and get your message out there to make a huge impact? Fearless, unapologetic web copy that captures your voice in a way no one else can. Listen in as Sarah teaches you her three C's of courageous web copy. Welcome to the She's Got Content podcast, Sarah. Hi, lovely to be here, Melissa. Oh, I could just listen to you talk all day. (laughs) So let's just jump right into it. Sarah, I know you describe yourself as a Renaissance woman, and you've had a crazy ride on this road to becoming a copywriter. Tell us some more about that. Tell us about your journey. Yeah, to say a crazy road, actually, is a bit of an understatement. Although I think it's probably quite typical of a lot of us entrepreneurs. My first degree was in English and I worked in various different fields. So I've worked in publishing, journalism, book selling. When my son was very young, he's 21 now, which is hard to believe. I don't believe that. No, that's <laughs> it. Oh, I'm very lucky. He's yeah, a fantastic young man. Absolutely wonderful. For the last decade, I was a graphic designer. I did a little bit of freelancing and then in-house. And that was really when my love for design began to disappear and it just wasn't creative enough for me anymore. And I really missed writing. I think writing is, well, copy, as I discovered, is absolutely my life's calling, really. It's what I always should have been doing. When the pandemic hit, it was a good opportunity to take a step back and I made a transition and started writing copy and working for various fantastic Women all across the world, entrepreneurs, business owners, really exciting. And it's, it just opened my world right up. So it's interesting. 
there's so many people who pivoted or started a business during the pandemic. So this was really your segue into it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because when I was designing, I was always the person asked to write the captions for social media posts or banners or anything we were producing. And then I started to think, hang on, I could actually make a living out of this and learn the craft of copy as opposed to winging it, which I really was at the time. Obviously, when the pandemic hit, that was when I really started looking into it. And yeah, I studied under some really fantastic people, Marisa Corcoran, for example, who obviously we both know. Yeah. Yeah. And Alex Catoni, Laura Bell Gray, Stefan Georgi. I really, I'm not a person who does things by half. Yeah. It sort of sounds like you jumped right in there. And yeah. I really learned from all the greats. So. Yeah, absolutely. And from that, really, I discovered that web copy was my thing. That's exactly what I really gravitated towards and loved. And having a website is such an important thing, especially for the coaches that are listening today. So I'm excited yeah. to, to hear more about that. But first, around the time that you started to make this pivot, I know that you got really sick. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, that's right. Yeah crazy time and I look back now and it's quite hard to believe really but so September 2021 I was feeling really unwell it was a Saturday nothing particularly unusual happening and had tremendous chest pains and I was rushed to hospital they did a bunch of tests and they told me at that time oh it's absolutely impossible it can't be your heart you're relatively young I'm in my nearly officially mid-40s so I came home, obviously got on with my life and just put it down to bizarre experience. And then the same thing happened in December. It could almost be comical if it wasn't quite so serious. So I was at my parents' house wrapping Christmas present for my boyfriend, which happened to be a pizza oven, which was obviously extremely heavy. And I carried it to the car without realizing, obviously, I shouldn't have been doing this. And then bang, it hit me. And that time... The paramedics caught it on the ECG and I went into hospital and spent Christmas in hospital, actually. And that is so scary. Yeah, really frightening. And the upshot is that I was, I'm now under the care of an incredible team at Guy's Hospital. They have saved my life. I'm absolutely convinced of that. And so the professor, as I call him, gave me a call on New Year's Day and said, I've looked at your results, I've looked at your MRI scans, and I think you have a pretty rare autoimmune condition, which I won't go into now. But essentially, my heart was extremely inflamed. It, it was really terrifying time. So a lot of recuperation, a lot of resting, really very scary. But it has, I would say it's changed my outlook on everything. Absolutely. And having started or made this transition to working online where you can work for yourself and make your own hours and really just do your own thing, it probably has really impacted, you can take better care of yourself. You're not in the grind of the corporate world any longer. It was almost like the universe or someone was telling you that you needed to make that transition. And then this happened, boom. So I'm so glad that right now you're healthy, touch wood, that all things are fine in that department. So hopefully they continue. That's really yeah. scary. Thanks. For yeah, absolutely. That. And 
yeah, it really did transform everything about the way I work with clients, the way I look at the work we do as entrepreneurs. And really, on a practical level as well, I was able to keep working. So I just literally worked from my bed for sort of six months, which was liberating and terrifying all at the same time. But to keep independence is super important, I think. so. That story, that's unique to you. And I've never heard anyone tell that type of a story. And how is it that you can pull out those unique things about your clients? How do you do that? Because I know that's like your thing is you just, you find how to make your clients' web copy stand out, be unique, and nobody can copy them. Yeah, so really, I think number one is the designer in me means that I look at web copy as a, an holistic whole. So I look at the way the words and the images work together. That's very much a UX part as well in terms of user experience. So I look at absolutely everything because it really doesn't matter how effective the words are if the design doesn't work and vice versa. It really has to work in tandem. That's a really good point. That's because you've got the right words, but it's so hard to maneuver and move around on a website. The design is, the best word that comes to mind is a mess. (laughs) We've all seen those types of websites. It's not effective. Your journey through all these different things has really brought you here and made you so unique. I'm sorry to interrupt. Keep going. (laughs) Thank you. But yeah, I've just found that the web copy project in itself, it's just a really beautiful way to help someone get super clear on who they are and what they want. And that is ultimately, I think, what we're all about. And really, the fact is, once you're clear on that, then anything, anything is possible. Anything can happen. It's a springboard for greater visibility, for working with the right people, for attracting the right people to you. And also like a cloak of, it's almost like a confidence. It positions you as an authority. Yeah, when I work with someone, I think I've digressed to come back to your question, but I think when I work with someone, I really look at the stories that make them unique, much like the story I just told you. But the stories that make them unique, the language they use, the words they use, and then it's a balance for me between that and their ideal clients. I think Mackenzie mentioned on her podcast with you. Mackenzie um, Armstrong, yeah. Um, Episode 20, she talked about Pinterest. Pinterest, that's right. Yes. Yeah, and she also talked about getting that kind of ideal client language and appealing to people so that really someone is flicking through your web copy whatever copy it might be for that matter, but your web copy and they see themselves and they think, oh, this person really understands me. So that's how I do it. Because the exciting thing about web copy I've found and that I've realized is that it's an internal conversation. When you think about it, a website that really works, you're on there and you're scrolling and you don't even think about it, but it holds your interest and it's an internal dialogue. That's my aim to achieve that. It is so important to know who you're talking to, because if you don't know who it is that you're trying to attract or speak to in any kind of copy, whether it's web copy, email, social media, it's not going to land where you want it to land. So that's a really important point that you just brought up about knowing who it is that you're speaking to. Yeah, absolutely. And I think so much of that as well is about finding your niche, really dialing down. I know we've talked about this before, Melissa, but just really pulling back and thinking, 
who do I want to serve and who is right for me? And there are more than enough clients to go around. This is the thing. <laughs> I don't think people realize. More than enough to go around. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, there's a lot of people in this world. We talked about why web copy is important. And we have a three C steps to courageous web copy for the coaches here. So let's talk a little bit about that. The three C's, and I'm talking C's like the letter C, not the ocean, the C. So yeah. let's talk about <laughs> that, the three C's. Yeah, not the beautiful ocean that I love swimming in, actually, uh, frequently. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say that it's the English channel here. <laughs> okay, my three C's. The first one is clear. So fundamentally, this means if you're not clear on what you do, you can't expect your clients to be. You need to be crystal clear on who you are and what you want to achieve, who you're talking to, all of those things. And that means your copy needs, it really does need to strike that balance between sounding like you and appealing to this ideal client. And I found the more becoming clear is just this incredible springboard for everything else. Confident. That's number two. So what are your ambitions? What podcast do you want to be on? I go through this with all of my clients. So who are your dream collaborators? Because everything is absolutely possible. If we think of web copy as it's your stake in the ground, it's where you stand up and you show the world who you are. It's the first thing that somebody does when they meet you at a party or they're interested in collaborating with you or whatever you do. The first thing they do is... Google you, go to your website if you have one. This is it. It needs to position you as an authority. And my last is converting. And we did touch on this because obviously it doesn't matter how good your copy is without the right user experience. It isn't going to convert. It isn't going to work for you. Yeah. So there we have it. Clear, confident and converting. Sarah, these are really important things, these three C's. And I want to just unpack them for a minute, okay? Sure, go ahead. I want to just hone in here on number one, being clear. You talked about really knowing who you are as an entrepreneur, who you are as a website owner. And that's a little different than what a lot of coaches and our listeners may have been told because they're told, go out and find out who your ideal client is. And that's important. You do need to know that. But they leave out the piece about themselves. It's like you can't be uniquely you or authentic you. You have to really focus on the ideal client, or at least many are taught that. Yeah. So your approach is somewhat unique, finding out about your clients and what makes them unique, because that's going to make the world of difference in the copy. So tell us about that. How do you really get into the heads of your clients, yeah, find out who um, they are. Yeah, this is a really great point. So I think you just take a moment, if you're listening to this, and think about who are the brands you really admire. What do you love about them? Why do you buy from them? Why do you follow them on social media? All of these things. And it's because they have a very strong brand voice. And it could be a brand voice for a product, or it could be that person, that individual, the entrepreneur or business of any description. And so when I'm working with somebody, we go really deep into what makes them tick. 
So it's really more than just the words that I would pull from them to use and splash all over their copy and their messaging that we would use together. It's about what legacy they want to leave behind at the core, at their very core, who are they? Their values, their hobbies, never really being fond of the word hobbies, I'm not sure why, but their hobbies, their interests, their everything. And that's not to say that you need to let it all hang out. That's not to say you have to give everything of yourself away online. You absolutely don't. But I think the fundamental thing is you need to be true to yourself and you need to be absolutely clear on what you want your service to achieve. And the thing is, if you're not clear, we can work together and in that process, it will come together for you. Because I think writing copy, when you're writing for yourself, I absolutely cannot stand writing my own copy. It's so (laughs) difficult. It's so incredibly difficult. But I think when you have somebody who can really pull that out of you, that's the really important thing. That is a really good point because when you're so in the weeds with your own stuff, if you will, it's really hard to write that copy. It is. People do it, but you're a copywriter and even you say that it's not that easy to do it for yourself. It's so much easier to be looking at someone and being able to ask the questions, reflect off of them what they're saying, and then use that to create this unique, uncopyable website. Nobody else has the same exact values, hobbies, mm-hmm. interests, stories. I'm sure you probably pull in also, what are the words that they use? Mm, exactly. Or phrases. And those sorts of things make that person unique, but it also makes the web copy totally unique. Exactly. I would also say it might sound trivial, but it is also things like pop culture references, what you watch on TV, what music you listen to, everything, all of those things, just giving an element of being of a human side. Oh, that is so interesting because just... In the last few days, I've been involved in this challenge, three-day challenge online, and the hostess is obsessed with Backstreet Boys. It's like her thing. It's all about the Backstreet Boys and Backstreet Boy trivia. It really makes her unique. Nobody can copy that. Oh, how funny. Yeah. So my mom actually, she loved the Backstreet Boys. I wouldn't say she was an obsessive. My mom has fantastic taste in music. Yeah, the Backstreet Boys. 20 years ago, (laughs) really makes me think of her. But this is the thing. And it's exactly that. That's Mm -hmm. why we're having this conversation. Because if you're flicking, you're scrolling through somebody's site and you see these references, it may or may not repel somebody. But I think we're so caught in the fear of saying the right thing. We're so caught in the fear of projecting the right image of what we should be and how we should show up. And all these, especially as women, I think, these crazy kind of entrepreneurial shoulds, there are going to be people that, that, that really resonate with your words. So it's just important to stand up and say who you are. And I think that really is fundamentally about being clear on your message. That goes back to being unapologetic. I can't please everybody. You want to attract the people who are meant to work with you. Exactly. So there will be people that you repel. There may be people that absolutely hate the Backstreet Boys and they are probably not on this lady's challenge. But that's really where being authentic is important 
And it matters. It really matters. So being clear about who you are, being clear about who you're trying to attract, what you're trying to do, and what is it that Marisa Corcoran always says, the best copy can't fix a muddied message. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. being really clear with that message about who you are, who you're trying to attract, and what you're trying to do is so important. And, and when you were talking about the second C, being confident, you said something about collaborations. The big thing nowadays is being collaborative, collaboration, not competition. And when you're really confident with your web copy, I think that really attracts other collaborators too, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You're quite right about that. And I think this really comes back to, again, having the right words just to appeal to those people that you really want to work with and not being afraid, as we said, to repel the people that you don't, essentially. Exactly. Yes. And when we're talking about confidence also, I, one of the things that I think a lot of people, entrepreneurs, online business owners struggle with is imposter syndrome and being afraid to put out there really their authentic self. What I'm hearing you say is it is so important to really know who you are, be clear, number one, and then just be confident and stand in your authenticity. And that confidence will actually help you with the number three C, the converting C. So how does that talk to us about this kind of aspect? Do you sometimes get pushback from some of your clients who you might think that there's really something so unique and great that's going to be attractive, but they may push back on things like, I don't want to be seen as an imposter yeah. here. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I actually yeah. explained that, but. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I understand. And I think it's funny, actually, because I last year at some point I was listening to Michelle Obama's podcast and she was talking about suffering from imposter syndrome for decades, even now. And I found it really shocking. And then I thought, why? Why am I finding this so surprising? Because the fact is, I think as women, so many of us find ourselves thinking, making excuses, just thinking we can't do this. Oh, I'm not learned enough in this field, or I'm not experienced enough, or I'm not good enough, or I'm whatever it might be. And I think, especially when it comes to coaches and your audience, it's more important than ever, I think, to walk your talk and to present yourself in the way that your ideal clients would. And that's all part of the conversion. That's where the confidence leads to the conversion as well, because it is all about, yeah, I do have pushback and I have had pushback from clients for sure. And much of it is about explaining, asking people really to step outside their comfort zone and challenge themselves in what they think they can achieve. And I do think that the attitude that I have with this has come largely from obviously don't need to go back over it again but the, being quite so unwell 18 months ago this feeling of if time runs out what are you leaving behind and for coaches especially I think it's very important that they think that they realize that this is what their audience needs from them they need this authenticity I think that very, answers to your question. Very, no, that's a very good point. I love that example with the Michelle Obama interview. I've got to go listen to her, not interview, her podcast. It's so good, honestly. Yeah, it is great. She's such a likable, relatable person. Yeah. 
Love her. Yeah, she's fantastic. If Michelle Obama can have those doubts and those fears creep in of who am I to do this or who am I to say this, it's a mind shift that we, especially women, just need to say, okay, this is normal to feel this way. I'm doing it anyway. Just put it out there. And a lot of times I think people think, women especially, again, confidence will come later. I'll put it out there later when I'm confident, but it's the other way around. Put that confidence shit out there now and live up to it. Yeah. Own it. Own it. Yeah, As absolutely. Unapologetic. Rachel Luna has her book, Permission to Offend. It's okay. If you think, mm. I can't put this out there because it's going to offend someone, mm. read that book. And I'll put that in the show notes because I think that is a game changer book. Okay, so let's segue into converting. So why don't you just, in case somebody doesn't understand what that word means, just give us a down and dirty definition of converting. Down and dirty. Okay. I was, yeah, when my sons were young, I was a bookseller for a number of years. And our conversion rate essentially was the number of people that came through the door and bought a book as opposed to just having a lovely browse. Honestly, I love browsing in a bookshop. Oh, me too. And leaving. And that's really about conversion. It's the number of people that come to your site, have a good poke around all the different pages and get a feel for you and leave, opposed to the ones who come back repeatedly or sign up for your freebie or your service or whatever it might be. The ones that actually buy into to what you have to sell. If your web copy is clear... You know your message, you know who you are, who you're trying to attract and what you want them to do, and you're confident in that web copy, then conversions or having people show up, click something, sign up for your lead magnet is really the object. You want somebody to do something, not just, yeah. oh, that's nice, and then click away. Yeah, so absolutely. Because the fascinating thing is that it can take somebody, this is something I do find with clients, actually. And I think entrepreneurs, business owners in general, because when you spend so much time creating something, creating a piece of content, creating a lead magnet or your product, whatever it might be, and any scale, as soon as we put ourselves out there, we then want and expect it to convert. And it can take somebody, I'm trying to remember the statistic now, but it could be something like, on average, 38 touch points. Mm -hmm. So 38 separate visits to your site, to your social media, to your Facebook page, your Instagram page, one of your emails, anything, before they actually then purchase from you. Which is crazy when you think about it in this day. Yeah, In this day and age of everything being so instant, we're talking about days, weeks, months of building a relationship with somebody. Yeah, so... It's funny, I almost like to think of it as if you put your house on the market, so somebody comes around, you want people to come in, look at every single room, browse, decide that they absolutely love it, that they've fallen in love with it, and then they walk away with it. And I almost feel that's how your website should be. It has multiple pages, multiple facets perhaps, but they're all engaging and they all as a whole add up to something that make your ideal client want to buy from you. Fall in love with you. Yeah. You swept them off their feet, essentially. I love that. So yeah, if you're selling a house, you want them to come in. They want to look around. 
You don't want them to look around and say, nope, not for me. I'm out of here. And not even yeah. look at the whole place. <laughs> oh, that's a beautiful analogy. All right. So the three C's. I just think this is really so beautiful. And I think that our listeners, the coaches here are just going to love this. So the three C's of being clear, confident, and converting. You want to think of those three things when you're writing your web copy. Sarah, this has just been so great. I know people are going to want to know more from you. Where can they find you? How can they connect deeper with you? So number one, Melissa, I would say, because I don't know about you, but I absolutely love a juicy swipe file. Yeah, they always seem slightly naughty to me as if you're peeking behind the curtain. I love that. So, <laughs> thank you. But essentially, a swipe file is one of the best ways to grab instant inspiration for your business. And my stand up and sell out swipe files are a web copy mini masterclass. And they're jammed packed full of before and afters. So you can see a website before I collaborated and after. And you can pick that up at www.saracopy.com forward slash swipe. Beautiful. Thank you. I have a copy of this and I have to tell you, it is so juicy. It's great. So everybody's going to want to run over there to saracopy.com forward slash swipe. I will put that in the show notes. So you'll be able to get over to Sarah's website and grab that. And where, what social media are you? Yeah, I'm primarily on LinkedIn. So you can find me, Sarah Whitbread. I'm on LinkedIn and also Instagram as well. Okay. Yeah. Great. I will put those links as well into the show notes. Okay. Thank you so much, Sarah. It has been a pleasure to have you here. And I just can't wait to hear all the great feedback because I know that there's going to be a lot of comments about this episode because you just gave us a whole ton of great information. Thank you. I absolutely loved it, Melissa. I absolutely love the work that you do. I think you're fantastic. So thank you so much. for for having me. All right. Thanks so much. And thank you so much, listeners, for being here another week. And until next week, make sure that you're getting your copy out there because you've got a message and you've got copy to get out there. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the She's Got Content podcast. I hope you got at least one nugget to take action on this week. If you got value from today's episode, I would be so grateful when you leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. It only takes a second, and it really helps me get my message out to impact even more people so they can, in turn, keep the ripple going. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts and leave a review of the show, it would really make my day, and you just might receive a shout-out on the show as my content creator of the week when I read out your review. And last but never least, if you want an endless supply of just right ideas for content you can write about for your blog post, your emails, your videos, podcast episodes, all the content things, then you want to head over to my website at she'sgotcontent.com forward slash content and pick up your free workbook, Never Run Out of Content Ideas. Look for that link in the show notes today, along with the other links mentioned in today's episode. Until next time, content creators, you've got an audience waiting to hear from you and you've got content to share with them. Stop being the best kept secret and make a bigger impact when you've got content out there in the world.